ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, babies in their diapers, welcome to the Tiberia Show with your host, Tiberius Boy! That's me, Tiberius! And welcome to the Tiberius Show today, and I'm your host, Tiberius Boy! And as always, we're looking at various jobs and how they affect the world around us. Today's is going to be very interesting. We're going to talk to an artist and author. Well, do you have any idea what an artist does? Well, I assume they make pretty stuff, but let's find out for sure. Let me use our next guest, the one, the only, the amazing, Susan Drayden! Hi, everyone! Hi! Well, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. No problem. Okay, so... You as an artist, we all took art class, and I know there's different types of art. Well, what type of art do you make? The type that I make and focus on most is whimsical fantasy art, which I bring in anything from Mother Nature and using it in an abstract way, and it's very symbolic as well, and um, it mostly is geared around spirituality, Mm. And I deal mostly and focus mostly with oil paintings. I do acrylic as well and pencil, colored pencil, um, gesso, all kinds that I do to just express who I am and the mood that I'm in. Okay. So what sparked your interest in being an artist? Well, it started at a very early age. Um, I was in the preschool age where my mother introduced me to these ginormous books that were watercolors. And I just spent time, long times, days doing it and wouldn't get bored. And then afterwards I excelled into just wanting to sketch with pencil on Mm. paper. And then from there, my interest just grew I wanted to do it professionally, get professional lessons, but that was denied. Um, that didn't happen till later on in my adulthood. Ah, okay. Now, I know that most artists have to have a day job. Well, did you have to get a day job until your art took off? Well, this is what I did. I worked two jobs, and in between, I was promoting my books. And then at times I would have three jobs. But what I did was I would invest my money and just forget about it because I knew that one day I would have to take a plunge and go full time with it. And here I am. That's what I did. I just lined up my ducks in a row and just thought of a plan that was tangible. And I cut back on a lot of bills and I still do because I'm trying to get to my next goal of really having things in a more in-depth of a flow. And it's working for me. I'm not so working much for it, if that makes sense. But um, yeah, I had to make choices. You know, what was the priority? Was it my goal investing in me? And this new journey that I'm on or the nine to five and nine to five is not my thing. Yeah. So when did you know that you made it as an artist? 
when I started venturing out more um, in doing different social platforms and uh, events out in the world, uh, different cities, towns, and slowly started getting uh, notarized and uh, a following. I mean, I'm still not to where I would love to be, but I'm leaving that to God to deal with. I'm just sticking with taking the actions that I can do and make, which sometimes I have to work on my patience. Mm. So did you try different types of art or did you know right away that the painting was where your passion was? I tried different arts, which I love doing different things, but for whatever reason, I keep on gravitating back to oil paintings. So that's what I stick to because that's my comfort zone, but I'm not afraid to try different things. But oil painting is my thing. Okay. Well, I noticed that most of your work is like fantasy and fairies. Well, what is your motivation for the style? Well, I do a lot of meditations. I do spend a lot of time in nature and being a Reiki master as well. I'm very in tuned with spirituality and just tapping into nature. Um, I go into this meditative state where the imagination becomes real. And that's where I get my inspiration. Okay. Well, does it take a lot of training to become an artist? It's like everything else. You have to practice, 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 and don't force it. Enjoy it. Go with the flow. And people are always going to criticize you. That's the one thing that I love about this field. It really preps you the best way that it can for criticism and how to handle it. And, um, yep, sometimes it gets to you. And other times you just look at it and be like, okay, let's take that into consideration. And sometimes it you just got to let it go. Okay. Well, I know that there are more to being an artist in the final product. Well, what are the types of tasks you have to do every day? Well, I have to plan what it is that I want my subject matter to be, my composition. What is the story that I want to tell in that narrative of the canvas? And obviously, it's like a book. You can give somebody the same storyline and everybody's going to have a different perspective. That's to be expected. That's what I love about art. There is no right or wrong. It's your personal interpretation. But that's what goes into it is what do I want to have as a subject matter along with the composition and the hues. And um, yeah, just take it from there. I see. So what's the best part about being an artist? Going with a flow and expressing yourself without any limitations or any red tape or guidelines. It's just going with the ebb and the flow of what you feel in that moment and um, just being you and expressing who you are at any given time and just learning about the depths of yourself and where you're going as an artist because what you were once dabbling in you may not want to present it that way any longer so you come up with new and different exciting techniques 
Okay. Now, here seems like a good time to take a quick commercial break. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. So you want to make an ad for your company, right? Yeah, Tiberius. You want to help me? Okay, so what's the name of the company? PPWND. PP what? Professional Pressure Washing and Detailing. So you like clean driveways? Yeah, like that. We pressure wash commercial buildings and semi-truck and trailers. So how would someone get a hold of you? Uh, they can visit my site at ppwnd.com or call me at 407-900-7793. So why just tell them to call you at 407-900-7793 or visit ppwnd.com? Yeah, Tiberius, you got it. Cut, that's a wrap. Just use that. And we are back here talking with Susan Drayton. She's an artist that works with sketches, oil painting, and even watercolors. So, Susan, it says here that you're also an author and wrote a book called Worthiness. Well, can you tell me more about that? Yes. So, in two, 2017, um, I published the book. And prior to that, back, I was going through some really tough times in my life, things that just didn't fit anymore. And I needed to make a decision, didn't want to make a decision. So I escaped into Never Neverland called Worthiness. And so I decided to create all these illustrations and I was doing it to just escape from my reality. But I didn't realize that the angels had something else planned along with the fairies and that was the message of seth being at a crossroads and having to make a decision in embracing his authenticity of who he is and where he is and the new that is to come in the new phase of his life and yes i am seth in the story okay now i have the book here well the story is about a dragon named Seth. Well, where did you get the idea to write this book? Well, the idea just kept on coming to me um, after I did the illustrations. Um, I knew I had to sit down and complete it, which I never really wrote a book before. I actually intimidated me. But slowly, I just kept on um, coming up with a storyline through the images that I created first. I do it backwards, obviously. And the same thing with my second book, The Beauty of Naya. I always illustrate first and then write afterwards. So through the illustrations is how I came with the storyline. It helped me to visualize and meditate what was going on at different times of my life. And that's how I came up with that storyline. Okay. Now you wrote this book for kids to address mental health. Well, how does this book assist children with emotions? Well, what I like about it is that through the softness of the illustrations, you can actually use it to introduce it to the children and to discuss what is going on with Seth and the open and ended questions that the storyline also allows. And what I also love is that the colors too, 
A lot of people identified their emotions with colors and it helps with the moods and the emotions for them. Mm -hmm. So how long did it take to write the book? Well, the writing, I want to say it took me, I want to say six months because I wasn't sure. I just wasn't sure. And then I ended up getting someone who major is a major in English and I had her look through it. And then I had somebody of an editor look through it. And then I just put it aside and said, okay, it's done. I forgot about it. But the angels kept on niggling me and over and over at different times of the night, which would be between 1, 1.30 to 2.30 in the morning, I would be wide awake. And the one thing that would come to me is the book. The book ah. would come to me. And so it was a clear message that I had to send it out and get it published, which someone a waitress told me about mascot books and i did some research and so i want to say two o'clock in the morning i decided to do a blurb typed it out send out the images and said okay i did it now i can go back to sleep not get any interruptions forgot about it again and then two weeks later i got the email and they wanted to publish the book and I was driving over the Braga bridge. And to me, it was being on top of the world. I remember having the windows rolled down and I just screamed in such joy that I never thought in a million years that my book would be published. Mm -hmm. I just, for my mental health. Well, on top of making the story, well, you did all the illustrations. Did you already know in your head what you wanted when you started? Uh, no, not really. I just know I wanted the fairies and a dragon. I didn't really know what I was going to do with it. And I kept on changing it. And I just had to keep on going back and forth into the woods to be inspired by nature to get a lot of the background scenery of it. And through that, I started diving in deep within me and my imagination even more, which I think that was a gift from the fairies. Mm -hmm. So were you always interested in writing when you were a kid? No, not at all. <laughs> no, not, not whatsoever. This just came. Okay. So what was the craziest thing that has happened while you were doing your passion? The writing. The writing was the craziest because I never thought in a million years that I would be writing books. I never knew that that was part of my purpose. And like I said, I just now this year um, published my second one, The Beauty of Naya, um, in March. And now I'm already rolling into my third one which is surging from the kingdom within which that's going to be something obviously totally different so that's new that's a gift that's a gift to me and i am very grateful that i discovered it through my paintings okay so what's more fun painting artwork or writing a story 
Ooh, that's a good one because I I love the both of them because they are totally different um, aspects of mediums. And it depends what kind of story you want to write. You know, do you want a thriller, suspense, um, a twist, a plot twist? So that is adventurous to me and exciting. And I love that. But I also love my paintings because I sometimes I'm at a point where I don't think of the comp the subject matter. I just start to paint and something wonderful just comes right out. Mm -hmm. Well, what's the hardest part about your work? Finding time to just quiet the mind sometimes of all the outside chitter chatter. But once I do and I'm in that flow, it's pretty awesome. It's, it's a great Milky Way to be on. <laughs> mm -hmm. So who can you say was the person that helped drive your passion the most? Um, honestly, my mentor, Susan Cabral, she was the one that started with giving me the confidence with the art. Because as I said later on in my adulthood life, she was a blessing that came into my life. And she taught me more of the in-depth of art in different perspectives. And once she saw that I was going to do this book, her question was, what are you going to do? You can always go on vacations. You can always do this and that and so forth, but you have presented something really unique. And so I rolled the dice and took a chance, even though I was actually running from it. I, the angels made me sit down and face it, and I'm glad I honed in and listened and did it. Mm -hmm. But honestly, being a being a very spiritual person, I always collaborate and meditate and pray with the angels, and they're mm -hmm. my strongest motivation. Well, what advice would you give to my listeners if they wanted to grow up and be an artist? I say, I say, go for it. Follow those intuitions that are whispers and just have fun with it. Don't force it. And if you really want to be that artist, you can seriously be an artist. And you just need to financially set yourself up as good as you can. There'll always be hiccups. Know that it's temporary. And support okay. yourself with people that believe in your vision. Okay. So what's the best advice you've ever received and who gave you that advice? The best advice that I ever received, oh my God, was to be authentic. Uh, no matter what. Say that again? Who gave you the advice? My closest friends that that know me well, you know, um, I have a tight bond with them and sometimes I'm experiencing things that are not so pleasant, but I'm always reminded to be authentic in doing okay. what I do. Well, what was the very first job I've ever had? I was a, believe it or not, a cake decorator at the age of 16 nice. in a bakery. Yeah. So that's, that's what I did out in public and it was fun taking orders and creating. Well, was there anything you learned from that job that helped you be a better artist? Uh, 
it's the customer service, listening to people, what they want, what they desire, and celebrating life. Mm -hmm. Well, what message do you want to tell children all over the world about doing the work that you do? That everything's going to be okay, even though you take different turns that don't make sense in life. Just go with the flow and the ebb. Somehow, it's the current is taking you to exactly where you belong. And have faith. Okay. Well, on that note, let's take a quick break to pay some bills. Aw, Dad, my computer's slow again and I can't play my games. Call your computer solutions today and we will scan for viruses and clean that computer up remotely and make it fast again. Our phone number is 407-826-0810. Thanks, Dad. My computer's fast again. Now I can do my homework. Thanks for calling your computer solutions at 407-826-0810. Oak Ridge Gun Range is a family-oriented shooting range that has been in business for over 30 years. They specialize in basic firearm training and offer numerous services such as consignments, gun trades, gunsmithing, and concealed weapon classes. I even got my training for gun safety at Oak Ridge Gun Range. Great customer service, and firearm safety is what they do best. So find out more at OakRidgeGunRange.com. And we are back here with Susan Drayton, and is an author, uh, also became a speaker. Ooh, so how did you come from artist to author, and then a speaker? Well, since the books are about worthiness and grateful, I started slowly being um, approached by teachers that wanted me to go into their classrooms and talk about the book, rather it be from the composition of how to write a book, how to write stories, to illustrating, and then it just became another platform for me to talk about the emotions, the tools, and how to equip yourself with how to get through some tough times the i call it the wave of anxiety and so on so it just snowballed from one canvas to the next and to this and i love it because seth is spreading his wings and the mermaids are flapping their fins and they're sharing their stories with okay. and here was the platform a new version of me and that was another gift mm -hmm. well what was that one artwork that you're most proud of oh my gosh the one that i'm most proud of that i love is the one that i created which is in the middle um there is a portal and it goes into the woods and it is symbolic of different cultures, nature, all coming together as one and going through the portal. And it's very mystical and magical. I love it. Okay. Well, if you could go back 10 years and tell yourself something, what would it be? That I think it would be 
get ready. Something amazing is going to take place and don't sweat the small stuff and just enjoy life more because everything is temporary. Okay. Well, what was the biggest mistake you ever made and how did it change as a person? Wow. The biggest mistake, the biggest mistake was doubting who I was at one point in my life to the point that I lost myself and who I was. And I had to go through some really moments where I had to shut myself from the world and reintroduce myself and how I wanted to introduce myself. Where am I going? Who am I now? Because the old had to go. And so, yeah, that was my big mistake was losing myself and putting myself last when I should have had myself first all along. Okay. Well, can you explain that for a kid? Yeah. So whatever makes you happy, do it. You'll always have friends. Don't people please. Those that love you will be with you no matter what you do. Just be you and shine and do the things that make you happy. Don't sacrifice for someone else. Do it for you through investment and your friends will see you shine that they're going to love you and want to be with you no matter what. Mm -hmm. So when you're not working, what do you do for fun? I love going to the beach. I love to travel. I love to eat. I love to spend time with friends and family and just be me. Sometimes I love to just be quiet and just listen to the world. Mm -hmm. So do you play video games? And if you do, what's your favorite one? Oh my gosh. No, I do not play video games. Not even on your phone? No, not on my phone. I don't. I don't play video games. Dang. What do you play? <laughs> um, video game. <laughs> what kind? <laughs> uh, VR games like Gorilla Tag, Roblox Ooh. games, beat games a lot actually, and other games that I can find. <laughs> awesome. So what's your favorite book to read? that you haven't written? Ah, my favorite book. I like the Stephen King books. Ooh. I like his books. I okay. Like but okay. I, I haven't had time to really sit down and like nosedive into a book where I can't release myself from it. I haven't done that in a while. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, Stephen King, I, I love his I love his shiitakes. Yes. <laughs> okay. 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 Now, can you tell me that one story? You never remember. This is a kid's show. But the one story, well, that you're not supposed to tell me about. Come on. You can tell me. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I actually ate a worm. <laughs> and what? I was, I, yeah, I was a child. I, I loved climbing trees. We had a cherry tree 
And I ended up eating a cherry, not realizing that I ate half a one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, is there anything else you think my, listen- my listeners should know about you and what you do? Well, I'm just a carefree kind of type of person. I enjoy life and I truly want to see people invest in themselves in wanting to be exciting and adventurous and spread love, spread love. Okay. Well, do you have a Facebook or website for my listeners who want to follow you? Yes. So I have a website, www.enchantedwingsllc.com. I also have an Instagram, Dragon and Fairies 555. And you can find me on Facebook as Susan Drayton, D R A Y T O N. And there you have it. Okay. So, what is that one question that you think I forgot to ask you? Um, my favorite color. Well, what is your favorite color? Well, my favorite color actually is red. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. It's well, a rooted color and it's a it's also a passionate color and it also is someone who's determined to conquer things in life. Okay. Well, thank you so much Susan for being my special guest. Can you stick around for math corners? Yes, I can, darling. <laughs> Over 40 years, Lighthouse Central Florida has provided education, independent life skills, and job training to thousands of Central Floridians who live with blindness or any degree of vision loss. Whether it's picking out clothes in the morning or just moving around your community and serving Orange, Seminole, and Osceola counties, contact Lighthouse Central Florida at 407-898-2483 or visit them online at lighthousecfl.org. Tiberius's favorite subject, it's Math Corners! And thank you so much, Susan, for helping me with Math Corners. This week, we're going to do some more multi-step word problems. My dad is always good at finding new problems for me to solve. Today, we're going to talk about candy. Ooh. Okay. So... At a local fail, Tommy and his brother collected 53 pieces of candy all together. Each of them ate 5 pieces of candy that evening. The next day, Tommy had 19 pieces left. So how many pieces did Tommy's brother have left? I believe it was 24. Ooh, maybe. Well, first is a world war problem because we do know that kids love candy and want to be sure that they don't lose any. So, to solve this issue, you first have to figure out how many pieces they have combined in the morning. So, since they both ate 5 pieces that night, you subtract 10 from the 53 pieces that they started with. Well, that gives you 43 pieces. Now, if Tommy only has 19, then his brother has the rest. So, 43 minus 19 is 4, borrowed 1, 2. So, his brother has 24 pieces of candy. You were right. Yay! So, mm-hmm. so, Susan, did you ever get a bunch of candy and only eat five pieces? No. No. Exactly. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> well, my teacher said that I would use math every day. How do you use math as an artist? Well, math, I have to use it due to the canvas. When you do 3D, um, when you're trying to do a back scenery, a medium um, up front and something very close. So there I would have to take measurements and apply math into it to all line up in the composition of the subject. So I would have to use rulers, that type of thing. Yeah. And, and pencil, measure it all off that way. Mm-hmm. Well, like thank you so mm-hmm. well, thank you so much, Susan, for your help with Math Corners. <laughs> thank you. The Tiberia Show would like to thank one of their dedicated sponsors, Custom Designs Orlando. These guys are on Mills Avenue and do all sorts of stuff, ranging from photo ID badges, engraved signs, custom braille ADA signs, vinyl lettering to trophies and awards. The cool part about Custom Designs is they can ship products all over the United States. You can reach them at 407-898-0373 and tell them that Tiberius sent you. And now it's time for the Heart of a Lion. As you know, we talk about the qualities of living by the Heart of a Lion, which stands for leadership, integrity, obedience, and nobility. Well, this week, we're going to talk about obedience. For me, I think obedience is being fully committed to doing what is pleasing to God. Well, the qualities of obedience are compliance with a good attitude and respect for the laws. You know when someone is obedient when they follow instructions willingly and thoroughly. So this week, my dad reminded me to do an English project that I have due. I wanted to play with my friends, but my dad insisted that I should either work on some math or do the English project. So I picked the math. Yeah, but after the math was done, my dad took me to a computer job and brought my Chromebook so I could work on my English project anyway. Well, this time, I jumped in with both feet and designed a cool newspaper page featuring the book I was reading. Well, after I got into it, it was kind of fun. So I kept a good attitude, even though I really did not want to do the project. So, Susan, did you see her use obedience at all this week? Yes. When okay. I have um, commission work that clients will ask me to do a specific drawing or painting, and it's not really my type of thing, but I have to be obedient in still executing the quality of it and the coloring the position so that it brings that happiness to the client okay well of all of the heart of the lion virtues which is the one that you see the most um i would say the integrity one you know okay um you got to be honest with your clients and your audience with who you are at all times, even behind closed doors and so forth. And so for me, it's definitely integrity. Okay. Well, we should always try and be lying strong in everything we do, shouldn't we? Yes, always. The Tribeer Show would like to thank Boggy Creek Day Road Adventures for being one of our sponsors. 
I got to go on an airboat and saw a real gator. I even got to go to the gem mine and mine for some gems. We ate a steak dinner at the restaurant and even got some gator rights. If you want to have a blast with the entire family, I suggest you go to www.bcairboats.com right now to get your tickets today. The website again is bcairboats.com. And that's our show, folks. I'm going to thank the one, the only, the amazing Susan Drayton for being on my show. Thank you for Mm -hmm. having me. No problem. Well, it has been so much fun talking to you today. I think I learned a lot about being an artist and telling your story. Thank you for having me and sharing my views on who I am and what I do. No problem. Well, do you mind giving your social media and website again? Yes. So my social media, you can go on Instagram, which is Dragon and Fairies 555. Facebook is just Susan Drayton, D-R-A-Y-T-O-N. And my webpage is www.enchantedwingsllc.com. Okay. Also, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Tiberius Show. And I would like to thank WWPR 1490 AM, KNT 98, Soul Radio 24-7, Easy TV, and all the other stations that air my show. And please just visit The Tiberius Show on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Susan, are you subscribed yet? Yes, I am. And I follow okay. you on Instagram, too. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, and please leave a comment and tell me if you want to be an artist. Also, be sure to us next week on the Tiberius Show with your host, Tiberius Boy.